Okay. We are good and we are live. Are you dying? <laughs> you laugh like an old ass <laughs> man. Like did you just Damn, Brandon, you <laughs> fuck like an old ass man. I guess. <laughs> it's getting real. Sorry. I got this. I I know how we can fix this. Until we can afford an interface. Are you ready, Tosh? Longing. Rusted. I'm not a fucking Trade car. Daybreak. Homecoming. <laughs> do you comply? How do you remember all the names? I wrote them down. You wrote them down? <laughs> I figured it would come good. Just in case. Just in case. Hmm. <laughs> okay. For, this is before we were doing the podcast. Uh, I mean, okay. He always knew. I you. didn't think that far ahead. It's a goddamn time traveling hipster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Poor Nerd Podcast. Tonight we'll be reviewing The Punisher. Newest series on Netflix came out last weekend. Non-spoilers, real quick. What would you rate it? Like out of 10. If you had to rate this season. Overall, I mean, like I said, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I'd give it an 8. Shit, I'd give it a 10. I thought it was enjoyable, much like Daredevil. Like, Netflix is really doing good with those two. The other ones are kind of shite. Yeah, I give it a give it a ten. I think I thought it was written very well. John Bernthal is the Punisher. There's no other way around it. He does fit it out of everybody that's played him in the past. John Bernthal is the Punisher. Yeah, uh, out of all of them, he he is the Punisher. I really don't think you could have cast a better person to be the Punisher as of right now. I mean, he's got the gruff exterior. Yeah, the Brooklyn look. He's so good at embodying that almost tranquil rage that the Punisher should have. Like, he's just fucking livid all the time, but he's still, like, calm water. I mean, I would probably give this whole season a nine, and my two detractors are very, very small and not a big deal at all. I just don't think that the villain, even though, well, villains, even though I liked them and I thought they did a good job and they were good characters, I still don't think they were at, say, kingpin level. Mm. I think it's hard to top that. So mm. it's a little quibble, but that's why I'm going to detract it for that. And I don't feel like we got... Even though we had a lot of great action scenes, I don't feel like we got a prison fight scene again. Yeah, it's hard to recreate, though. Yeah. God, yeah. that was just, that was perfect. That prison scene was a masterful part of Daredevil Season 2. And yeah. I'm not mad, really, that we didn't get it in this one. Because you don't want to keep trying clearly to do the same thing, same thing, same thing. So I'm cool with it. But I, I that was such a great scene, and I don't feel like we got anything quite to that level. I loved it. I give it an absolute 10. It was everything I hoped for in the show. I want a movie. I'd love to see I said a the movie. same thing. I would like to see a, a movie as well. I, I don't. And the only reason being is that with the Netflix series, we get more material. More material. That's why would I you like be opposed to, say, them continuing the Netflix series and doing a theatrical release? No, which, which they could I mean, that. they could even, not even, I mean, like Netflix is making movies now, so they could make their own movie and just do a movie. I'm fine with them doing a movie. I just want as much of this Punisher as I can get. I'm with UD. I don't really want them to, to mess it up and try to make it into a movie. Just give it to me in the series. And I think the show really shows that it works really well as episodic content. Mm-hmm. Like one big movie, I feel like you'd spend too much time trying to cram in. The best part about the Punisher and this whole thing is that it's a journey to get to his targets. 
I feel like, and if you think back to like the Thomas Jane Punisher, right. so most of that was just like quick, quick, quick side cuts of him like going and planning his his attack, his raids, and everything, which was good for that. But I like this better in that you've got build up and a long bit of build up. I th- I think it was absolute masterpiece. I think it was the best release of the year. It was everything I wanted. Let's go into some specific categories. So, as far as story goes, Netflix Marvel shows in particular always have a bad habit of petering out in the second half, if not before. They try and make a season too long, and they don't have quite enough material. So, they stretch what they have thin. I really don't feel like they did that in The Punisher, because they did a good job of weaving the multiple threads that they had. So, of course, you had Frank Castle and his whole revenge angle... You had Micro and his family in there. You had Dina Madini, right? Madani. 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 Everything she's doing and why. So you have all these different elements early on, and you bring them all together and make them integral to each other. And I think that was really good. Especially when you compare it to something like Daredevil Season 2, where you have the first half of the season, which is Daredevil and Punisher, and it's really, really good. And then it's a hard break into Elektra and Daredevil, which... I don't know that you necessarily needed to combine those two into one season. Uh, Jessica Jones, pretty thin throughout a lot of it. It's just dragging its feet to get to the point, really. And they're trying to explore things that maybe they go a little too far, too drawn out in exploring. Luke Cage, they did the same sort of thing where you have a great, great villain for the first half, and then they kill him off. Yeah, Cottonmouth was amazing. Cottonmouth was a really good bad guy. Killed him off, what, episode four or five? Five or six. And then they... Bring that woman in, she was just shit. Yeah. And, you know, Defenders is a hot mess. Iron Fist, I'm not even going to talk about Iron Fist because it's trash. But Punisher did good at being consistent with its content. There were no ports that were ramped up action and then quiet, quiet, quiet. It was slow build, slow burn, light burn, slight drop. And then just in that wave pattern. Um, Also, I feel like it was really smart how the Punisher technically achieved his goal at the beginning of this series because he's taken out the remainders of the mob guys who he understood killed his family. Yeah, responsible. And then he, you know, he goes and he does his construction worker thing, which that was kind of weird, I guess, the hammer thing. Because of Micro, he gets brought back in. And he learns that he wasn't really done. He wasn't done taking care of the people who were also responsible. Mm-hmm. I like how they they went back and gave you a good bit of his backstory. Like, not all the way back. I like that they went... And showed some parts of his family life as well as parts of him being deployed yeah, onto that yeah. special unit. That Kandahar episode was amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, hell yeah. He's going through with that shotgun, just blasting ass? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great that they did give us some material from when he was overseas. Yeah, I like that. It kind of shows you in depth of how he got the training as to how he can become the Punisher mm-hmm. later. At the same time, it didn't go, like, full military epic. It didn't, like, start with him in boot camp and basic training and all that. It showed him in the thick of it. I mean, I kind of would have liked to have seen him in, in boot camp and stuff, though. But I, it's neither here nor there. It's not really relevant to the story. Yeah, and that's good. They didn't bring in anything that wasn't exactly. necessary. You know he's 35 in this show? Like, the Punisher was born November 1982 in this canon. Really? So he's pretty young. Hmm. Tell you what character I didn't really like in this movie, or in the show, sorry, um, was actually Agent Orange himself. Like, he was great all the way through until there at the end when he's beating the shit out of Frank. And then he, he goes almost a little cartoony 
right. with how all fit. Like when he yeah. was talking to Billy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Like he just like you're my bitch. Yeah, he he just the whole show he's been this cool cucumber, evil man, piece of shit, and then he just he's a little much. He comes on a little strong on it. I don't get how the knife didn't kill him. Yeah, I'm really confused about how that. Yeah, she stabbed the shit out like, of him. Like straight in the heart. Like oh, the first time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's kind of like. Yeah, with full fucking zombie walker like the first, on him. Like yeah. the first, like when he pulled it under yeah. the chair and it, yeah, that like and that was right a down. legit knife, was it not? Uh, yeah. But I mean, he, I mean, even if it was a piece of glass, I mean, it still went in like probably that. I mean, it was that was there, that was in the heart, bro. Yeah, you know, so I'm just like, wow, you're gonna die anyway, bro. And that scene, I thought Frank was gonna cut his other arm restraint and then bust out of the chair and then take them both in that moment. I thought that was gonna be the final battle right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, I'm a little disappointed that they broke it up into two episodes between him taking out Asian Orange and then him taking out Billy. Billy, like, like left. and Yeah. I don't know if Russo is the better guy to be the final big bad or if Agent Orange was the better guy. But I don't know how you mix that, mix that up that way. See, I'm kind of wondering how it fits to comics, you know. I don't know. I guess I don't know if they mention how it, I mean, it's so different from everything. You know, I don't know if Agent Orange is an actual character. Or is he just someone that's made up? I think he was in the comics, but I don't know to what extent exactly. I couldn't find a whole lot on that. Uh, let's talk about the actual production of the show, like the special effects and stuff, as far as how they, they actually made the show what it was. I didn't notice any use of CGI. Like, almost everything looked like practical effects. I think some of the guns were, were used uh, digitally, uh, like the 60. I feel like he wasn't actually firing it because of their lack of recoil. But other than that, I mean, the guns looked like they might have been using like snap caps or simunition, where it's like it's almost like paintball inside of a cartridge that you can shoot like live ammunition. Other than that, I thought it was really they spent a really good amount of money and it it showed explosion maybe when the um, Lewis kid blew himself. Yeah, in the in the fridge, Dad. That was because the blood that shot out. That was a little weird. And maybe the door breach to the hotel room. Mm. Like I mean, they the might overly have overly dramatic flip over the chair. <laughs> that would have definitely killed everybody in that room, right? There's no I way. I feel that like doesn't... it ha- would have had to because the concussion. Yeah, if it blasts you like that, then you're probably. It was three big ass strips of C4. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure your chest a, collapses. That's not a damn. Yeah, that wasn't a charge. traditional breacher. Nah. <laughs> but th- actually, and I want to talk about that. That episode, episode ten, was where they did the hotel scene. That was one of my favorite episodes. I agree because I loved how they did the multiple. Like interpretations of events. Yeah, That's like his side than the other side. Yeah, like even if they were just oh, doing no that, good help. even if they were just doing that to like pad out the episode a little bit, I think that was really really neat because that's especially with them reporting to the guy from Daredevil, the cop. I mean, because that's how real reporting goes. Everybody has their own side of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had a genuine feel to that episode. And the last, I don't know, I didn't really like the carousel scene at the end. Mm-hmm. When they're fighting, it felt like too much. It, it was a little trippy, almost. Yeah, like, almost like shaking. Why was there blood all over those kids? I, I think he cut he the wrist to cut them, and like because he said they were bleeding out. But did he really? It didn't look like it. It looked very. I mean, they're like, covered in blood, though. I want to say he cut the wrist and tied them up. And That's the why the blood was leaking down their arms. But, Maybe. I mean, I feel like it took way too long for him to end that. So. They most likely would have been dead. <laughs> thought, why the hell would either of them get on the carousel? Like, just from a, a tactical point. Why would you be on the moving target that is going to put you in line of your enemy at any given point? But it also, like, to me, I'm like, ah, is, can you really, like, can y'all, like, really hide? Like, 
Like, I feel like they were making it really like it was, like, so hard to, like, they were, like, you would just run into each other in, like, five seconds. Like, he'd walk around, you'd see, I mean, and plus, like, I mean, what I would, what I feel like what he should have done, I mean, it was moving, I would have, like, walked back, stepped off, and let it roll all the exactly. way around. Exactly. And then shoot him, you know. He would have drop shot him, Brandon. We all know your <laughs> tactics. Was it just me, or did Frank Castle get shot a lot? Oh, yeah, oh I, shit. I was gonna mention that he did. I, I feel shot like a ton. This man would have had lost so much blood that he would have <laughs> literally died. Like he literally was cut, stabbed, shot, got his face pounded in. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. I feel like I just feel like he wouldn't have been able to fucking stand, man. He took a lot of shots, and I have no idea what like the timeline of this move, the show. I keep saying movie. The timeline of this show was, I don't know if it was days. Mm-hmm. Or weeks, because shit was healing pretty fast. So there must have been a significant amount of time passing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there just had to have been. Yeah, he was getting lit up the all the time. Like he got shot in the shoulder, the leg. I almost got tired of him getting shot. Like every <laughs> time he would get hit towards the end, I'd be like, "God damn it, Frank!" He got shot in the head too by Billy. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a little stupid. I didn't like that. I was like, dude, you could have just like made a miss or something. Like really, it just it, it's gonna like the dudes. The dudes a trained military guy. He barely clipped you. Just skid across your face. Could have not accounted for windage or the way it hit the window and it. it was, he was shooting down like six stories. I mean, there's variables which could have led to the shot. Ooh, that scene when Frank goes to get the colonel was it uh, Bennett, and he's in his room. You know, the guy's getting like punished by his mistress yeah. or whatever. He knows the guys are coming, and he just drops the fucking smoke bombs. Right. Or this, you know, whatever they are. And he just steps into the, the smoke. I was like, fuck yes. My favorite scene was when Billy and, uh, when Billy and the Homeland Security. Ooh. That scene got hot and heavy. When she hiked that skirt up, she, she rode him out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, which is kind of funny if you think about it. Because, like, that was her mom's home, too. So, like. Yeah. Because she's staying at her mom's house. It was her mom's house. You have sex in your mom's house. Nah, I mean, I feel like that was, that was a little fucking bit much, man. I don't think they were quiet. And another thing is, like, I felt like, I think they just tried to show him that he was kind of more, you know, human and it wasn't like, but I, did, I think he did kind of get the, like, crappy. I mean, especially when he fought Wolf. I mean, I knew he was fucking around. Like, he let Wolf kind of act like he subdued him or whatever. Like, he was going <laughs> to win. And, you know, I knew that was coming. I knew the mm-hmm. bullet was a blank. There was nothing in it, but yeah, just the whole season. Like the one time where he just got like lit up, like he got shot in the back. Of the- oh yeah. Oh my god, I thought he actually got him though. <clears throat> but you you did see when he fell down after that that all the shots had embedded him. Yeah, but they were all stopped by the vest. Oh man, so when it, he did it did the, show. In the hotel scene when he did the combat roll up on the on the dude to pick him up, put him on his back. That's a legit move in the special forces. Oh yeah, he ran to pick up a wounded soldier. Oh oh, and he's running with him on his back to take the bullets. Yeah, and then he he does that roll over the dead body and picks him up as he's standing up. Mm, that's pretty sweet. Ah, that whole scene that like that pissed me off how they tried to make it like he was with them like they were working together when clearly it was like I don't even see why he put his gun away. The anvil shows up. He's on the other side. Lewis is right there, and he's got the dead man. He put his gun up. Well, to show that he wasn't a threat. But, I mean, he wasn't aiming at Anvil. He was aiming at thing. I mean, and I feel like that would have showed. I don't know. It's well, Anvil were after him, too. Like, he was also a target. Yeah, it was just a show of de-escalation. Yeah. Which is smart, given the circumstances. I mean, the forest scene where he goes to find Gunner. That was I, a good fucking scene. It really was, for a lot of reasons. But I think it was really smart, as far as the writing and everything goes, that if they hadn't injured the Punisher, he would have just gone through those guys. So they had to give him some kind of handicap. 
So I think the friendly fire with the arrow, I think that was really smart tying all that in together to make it an effective set of scenes. I thought it was interesting that Curtis, his friend, like at the early, early season, like he even said that he would have helped Frank. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. It's like, wow, you you got a real ride or die friend right here. I mean, they're Marine Corps brothers. I, I love that. I mean, I just think that was really cool. One thing I'm kind of interested why is that why did he let Curtis know that he was alive, but he wouldn't let Billy know that he was alive? Because he didn't know who to trust. I mean, he obviously trusted he had a good, He had a better relationship with Curtis because... I mean, they, they hmm. shared that The whole thing. incident where he, he felt morally tied to Curtis because what how Curtis lost his leg. Because he felt like he was he responsible. He felt responsible for that. It was, so though, because he, he didn't shoot that girl. Curtis more than Billy because he felt Billy kind of betrayed him when he wanted to get out. And maybe the after-service life, like what they each did with their lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was kind of an indicator of... Showed more nobility trying to help more vets. Yeah. Instead of just trying to be more of a warmonger. So I think that's a good segue into like the cast and the acting. Um, <laughs> we already kind of talked about John Bernthal, kick-ass Punisher. I don't think we could have asked for better. I want to talk about Karen Page for a minute. I'm sick of that character. I am really, really done with Karen Page. And I don't like... It's not necessarily that I don't like her actress. I just don't like what she's doing. She only seems to have like three modes of conveying or acting. Like it's always the... <sighs> The like really out of breath or the constantly stammering and stopping and all that shit or it's in a rush of information. I, I, I don't like her acting in that and I really don't like that they make this character so selfish that when she gets the letter from Lewis, she's like, oh, well, we need to publish this. No, bitch, call the fucking FBI. Yeah, she didn't even re- she didn't want to do anything. She didn't even want to let the police know about it. That's that was weird. I, I mean, to my understanding, I mean, I know she was in Daredevil, but is she, obviously her and the Punisher have, are pretty romantically involved. Well, I don't know, though, because when he's got her in the elevator, I thought that kiss was going to happen. And then it's like she kind of rejected him almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, they're, like, right there, and she steps back. And I don't, I just don't know. It's kind of a will-they-won't-they they thing. Maybe it was him, uh kind of pulling back from that because he wasn't over his family it could be i don't know maybe he'll just never be intimate with anybody and that's fine it really is it's just it's so unusual and and like i said i don't think i would want i mean because that's what his character is he's a tortured soul man you know you don't really want to give him an anchoring point right because you know just get taken away again the characters i was i was most not liking of was uh, Micro's family? Who, when that little boy hit, like straight up decked his fucking sister? Yeah, I was. I thought he was about to. I thought. Ooh, I wanted. Him. <laughs> I thought he was gonna beat his living ass. I uh, didn't like the little boy as an actor. He, I mean, he was just constantly whining and complaining. <laughs> the little girl was better. Yeah, but yeah. the wife just. I I didn't even like that. The whole scene way. in the kitchen with the cop. Yeah. Oh yeah. What do you mean? The fake cop. Ah, uh, just stupid scene. Like just Overly dramatic scream, I'll stab you, drops the knife immediately. Uh, I mean, I didn't like any, really, I didn't like how they did that. I wish they would have just, like, I mean, I like they showed Micro seeing his family, which was weird. He obviously had cameras in the house. I don't see how they didn't see any of them. Pretty creepy. And uh, when did he have, when did he set it up? Did he just, like, all right, everybody's out at work. I'm going to sneak into my own house and, could be. you know, set it all up. 
but probably already had them set up. I just didn't like him going there. Like John Bernthal, keep the Punisher kept going there. I'm like, why do you keep sending? I'm like, obviously you're jealous and you don't want this to happen, but you're like, you're like forcing him to build a relationship with your wife, and you know she's obviously, you know, destroyed by you, and she's trying to find some di. I kind of get it because even Micro was never really on board with it, but he was looking for somebody to do what he couldn't do, I guess. Right. But watching Micro, watching his family, especially when the boy punched the sister. Like, and he just, he was real tore up about it for a minute. And that that really, like, it got me as just a, a good little scene of acting. Right, right. I, I mean, can you imagine that? Seeing, like, your family treat each other that way, and there's nothing you, you can, can do. do. Come over a PA. Don't hit your sister. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a PA system. I really yeah, did. I thought he was going to fucking break it and stuff. What this about? is your father. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> what about when his ass pulled the fucking K bar? Then <laughs> Frank come over and was like, "Let me talk to him." She just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna leave this guy that I hit with my car and only known for like two weeks. I'm gonna go take a walk, leave him in the house with my son and a knife." Yeah, I can't believe he didn't storm in at that point. I I loved Michael. Uh, I thought uh, Frank Castle was gonna have sex with Michael's wife. I really did off. too. On the camera? Yeah. Oh, when it first... When it Look, you're right in the camera. Just... I thought he was going to do it and, like, watch Yeah, watch the camera <laughs> while he did it just to spite my <laughs> Spit in my mouth. <laughs> Martha. That's fucked up. I loved Micro. Like, I liked the character. I think the actor did a great job. I really liked him a lot. They got me with that damn hostage trade-off thing because I thought they fucking killed him out. I did too. I was uh, so pissed. I knew I knew that. I was like, why the fuck would they shoot him? That's I was like, like damn, like, that cop can't shoot, bro. The <laughs> they did at the beginning of the Thomas Jane Punisher, man. He was the, you know, they faked yep. his death, man. Well, Brandon, I was so into that scene. It really did, it did suck you into the scene. Oh, they did. Because yeah. there's so much going on. There was the the flare, the gas cans, the kids running. Would that have worked? Yeah. The yeah. gas can thing? Really? Yeah. Huh. I thought the trail was too splattered for I, that. I feel mm-hmm. like if they would have ran faster, it would have like created like. He he cut off the street. I don't think it would have did a perfect. Well, I know that, but I'm saying if if they like fucking ran or jumped or something, I feel like it would like make the the canister jump, and so it would do like spots. It wouldn't do a line, is what I'm saying. Like, it depend on how line. full it was. Let's test it. All right, Brandon, turn around, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Now run like a deer. <laughs> but I'm like, okay. And, and the part that I was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. Uh, but I don't know if if a bullet hits the canister, like like real life proof. And had Mythbuster test, like if you shot gasoline. It wouldn't it, ignite it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't ignite. ignite it. So I'm, I'm thinking, because they're running and they're shooting in that direction at the cops. And like they're in the crossfire. Because it's, uh, it's hot because of the kinetic energy. I don't think that transfers to fumes. Nah, I think it has to be actual fire not just the heat i mean i don't know maybe i'm wrong i'm not a chemist i'm surprised like billy didn't start shooting the 50 cal like he waited until like everything oh i thought he was about to grasp what's her name when he he pumped that shot off i don't think i don't think he did it because he didn't want to he didn't want to he he felt like he i mean he felt like he was invincible the whole time so i felt like you know he just he's like i'll cut this tie when i want to like i don't think he was ready to kill her there but i mean he could have like easily controlled that whole situation being that far and had the vantage point and everything he could have picked off all of those dudes yeah uh when when uh micro and and frank are riding to find gunner and they have (laughs) a little sub (laughs) scene that was one of the funniest fucking things in that whole show 
You didn't make me one of those. That was so. They start off by Micro's making an MRE for uh, Frank, and he goes, <laughs> "Just give me the damn thing," because he's staring the shit out of you. <laughs> oh yeah, he wanted to drive. <laughs> yeah, he pulls out the fucking sandwich. Micro pulls out this <laughs> massive hoagie. Oh, it looks like a good fucking sandwich yeah. too. And Frank <laughs> just looks over. He goes, "Do you make me one of those?" He goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> He goes, all the shit was in the fridge. You could have made your own. <laughs> Nobody uh, likes eating MREs. Everybody knows Marines eat crayons. <laughs> what was with the scene where Micro gets real drunk and whips his dick, dick out? out? That was weird. And so, well, the part that pissed I was kind of a little pissed off about that. I was like, he's like, my dick's really big. And it's like, trying to show it to him. I was like, bro, he had you like naked tied to a chair like the first time y'all met. Like, he saw it. That's he true. Knew. <laughs> like, like, he knows. <laughs> So I thought he was gonna try and fuck Frank. <laughs> That's yeah, what he was I, trying I, to do. I felt like that really, like you know what? You don't have to fuck my wife. You can fuck me instead. <laughs> you know, I'll let you. Oh, but I want to give Micro some props for when he is in that chair and he in the pin out with yeah he the needle. That I was, didn't see that coming. I didn't either. That was good. I remember he was using the pen to hit the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. So he does that, and Frank establishes right when he gets a hold of Micro. How torture works, you know, he tries to fuck, you try and fuck people's sense of time. You take away the regularity, you break them down. So, Micro has that alarm set, so he has to periodically enter the key, whatever, whatever. So, he has to do it regularly. At one point, Frank's guard is down, and he pulls a pin out from beside the chair, same way Frank did with a knife later. And it's it's a hypodermic needle, and he jabs Frank with it. And as Frank's going down, he's like, what you don't seem to understand is that you're not the only person who knows how torture works and also how repetition gets people comfortable. Yeah, I remember that scene. That was just, that was real smart. And see, I don't know, I didn't like the idea, like the trap. I mean, it really wasn't a trap. All it was going to do is like release all the like information, I guess. Mm. The picture, I mean, mm, it would have been cooler if it was explosives or something. But I mean, I guess they had to go for the plot towards the end. My one beef was in the last scene with uh, Curtis, Billy, and the Punisher on the other rooftop. Oh, sorry, Curtis's house, apartment. Yeah, and the Punisher takes the shot, and you hear the shot, and then Billy looks back and then ducks out of the way right at the last second. Gets, like, super speed all of a sudden. Once once you hear that shot, it's it's done. It's over, yeah. You're actually going to get hit before well, you get I mean, shot. That's the same thing like the sniper shot at the very beginning. I mean, he, he had the sights directly at the guy, on which it wouldn't have been like that. That was such a far shot, so he would have had to. Been aiming on the roof. But another thing is like when Billy and all them are set up in the, I guess his like bat cave, you know, Micro's bat cave, whatever. I don't understand why they didn't just blow everything up. I mean, was there a fail safe? I mean, what would have happened if they like. I don't understand why they couldn't have moved stuff. Well, I guess they didn't know what Micro had. I don't know. And, I mean, the only thing... I feel like the only thing he had was just the Kandar video, really. And, I mean, that's already been leaked to other people before, so I don't really see what would have been the big deal about... I don't see why Billy was so worried about it. Because Billy was only in... Like, Agent Orange was the guy that was in trouble. But I don't see why, like... What did they say for Billy? What did they say? Well, they talked about that in, like, episode 7 or 8, I think, um, how they're tied, how their fates are tied. Right. If Agent Orange were to go down, then so would Billy, because they're both intricately linked together. together. So either way, 
one of the others fucked. Oh, right. And then he would lose, the he would lose all his Anvil contracts and everything because basically Agent Orton was, you know, he was the hand that was feeding Billy. Right. I got you. What about when Billy escaped? Like, or like, and you made it to his penthouse and he like, he shot all the fucking. God damn. Oh, he killed the shit out of those Homeland Security guards. Brutal. I mean, did y'all like him as a character? I liked him as a character. Yeah, he. I mean, did we ever really distinguish? Was he better than Agent Orange? As far as like points, at points, as a human being, yes. Well, as far as as a a villain, no. As a a villain goes, oh, a villain. Yeah, I think he was a better villain. He was competent. I think he was more worthy of an adversary. I mean, he was pretty much like another version of the Punisher. Well, because he knew him intricately, and they had the same exact training. I like how they use the the call sign for Rambo <laughs> on the ham radio. Oh, Raven. Come in, Raven. <laughs> he goes, uh, Blackbird, this is Raven. Come in, Raven. They, he said they were, he was doing that on every hour. I mean, how the fuck How the fuck would you do that? Like, recording. Are, are dedicated, huh? He uh, must looping, you said? Yeah. A recording. Yeah, 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 looping. But, I mean, if he did that, how would he pick it up, though? Broadcasting over the frequency. Ham radio. But, but what I'm saying is, wh- I mean, if, if he's got it on a loop and it's playing, say the Punisher responds to it, how is he going to know that the Punisher responded to it? Huh, that's a good point. I mean, he had to deep down know he wasn't going to respond. I mean, he might have been there just for that little time period where he broadcast it for like, I don't know, five minutes every hour or something. I like Billy as far as bad guys go. I feel like they did a good job of fleshing him out and really telling us who he was. Um, I think the actor did a really good job. I didn't like the like the setup trap scene. Where Madani uh, set him up with the the mercenary guys, oh. I feel like they would. I feel like Billy's team would have ran through the fuck. I mean, even though they kind of did, but I feel like they like they wouldn't have lost half the guys they did. It seems like a really shitty trap. There shouldn't have been even an opportunity for them to lose that, because if you know people are coming, you should have every entrance just like chock a block full of guys. I don't know. I can't believe fucking. No, I mean I can, but when Russo killed. Uh, Sam Stein, oh, her partner. Little, like, God damn. Hidden blade. And that was big, too. It was like, it wasn't it was like a, a little big, knife. Big knife. Um, Fun fact, that's the knife they used to make the sandwich as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Dina? I liked her, but I mean, she could have been cut out of the storyline. I liked her a lot. I liked that they made her kind of a badass without trying real hard to overdo it. Like the car chase scene. And I like how she didn't really give a fuck about what her superiors thought a lot of times. I just feel like after everything was said and done, like, as it was happening, I feel like they would have made her, like, I feel like they would have, like, gave her, like, leave of absence or something, like, made her leave. I feel like they would have put her off because, I mean, she just kept, oh yeah, like, disobeying. And I'm like, I feel like they would have just let you go, you know? I feel like they would have sent you somewhere else. She's doing a lot of shady shit. Because Agent Orange, I mean, he's so up there. He, I feel like he would have influenced... Her boss to, you know, buy. Yeah, because he knows he's she's on his trail. They had Gunner taken out. They had, you know, why wouldn't they have her taken out? What would, I mean, just a. I thought her mom was kind of a useless character. Yeah, I didn't get the whole, like, just psychiatry thing they were trying to do there. But it was so brief. Like, only three scenes was she in, the mom. And it was kind of like a bad exposition agent, I guess. Like, just to get some dialogue out there. And then when they when the Punisher was dying, they brought him to them instead of like going back to Curtis. Oh, 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 big big thing. This I was confused. Okay, so the whole scene with Curtis, the bomb, and Lewis, and he cut the white wire. Lewis helped him out, and then the Punisher 
ran at the last second, gets chased down by the cops. I don't understand why Lewis. I'm sorry, not Lewis. Curtis. I mean, I mean, don't you think that he would have told the cops? He's like, hey, yeah, the Lewis is the guy. But he was still wanted anyway. Yeah. I mean, he was still wanted, but I don't understand why they, the cops, like, I guess they just didn't take Curtis's word for it. Because, I mean, he would have said, no, this is all, what's his name's doing? You know, the Punisher was trying to stop them. The Punisher saved me. And well, then, at this point, the Punisher had already been arrested and sentenced to, like, life in prison. and had 36 gotten, counts of murder. Yeah, and it got broken broken out of prison. 37. So they all thought he was dead or escaped at this point. Finding out he's alive, yeah, the cops are still going to go after him. It doesn't matter what he did for Curtis. Well, I know that, but to say that he's working with... Oh, okay. I, I didn't like that. Like, they, they paired them together, and I was like, well, obviously yeah. that's not true. And, I mean, from what we already know of the Punisher, he only kills... Bad people. He takes out the vi- vigilante. He's taking justice into his own hands. So I don't see where the correlation where they would, from his what his what he's done in the past and what Curtis would have told them. I don't see how they would pair them together. Obviously, mm. it would probably look like that he was trying to kill Lewis. Well, not necessarily though, because you got to think about it from that perspective as well. With the spin, they mm. just see bodies racking up, and they're like putting two and two together. Punishers showed back up again. That's sort of his mo, but with a, not with mm. normal citizens though. Like, yeah, but you never know though. He could have had it gone th- off the end. Yeah, exactly. Like he could have had a t- uh, somebody on the inside last time. Let's talk about Lewis. I mean, because he was a big part of this. I feel like he was more filler. I feel like they just needed something like a quick, yeah, a secondary antagonist. I kind of liked how they went through the process of showing him radicalized and what that can mean. Um, Man, I felt so fucking bad for Lewis's dad because he cared so much about his son. Oh, yeah, they may. And like I said, man, I still don't know whether or not he's dead or <laughs> not because they kind of just didn't. I'm pretty sure that was the – I mean, I know what you're going to say, Tosh, but I, I'm pretty sure that was still the NRA guy because he took the – Why would he bring him back to his house? What do you mean? I don't think the dad's dead. I don't think, but bring, I could be wrong. Bring who back to whose house? The NRA guy. Why would no, he, he was the where Curtis was was not Lewis's house. Curtis was um, Lewis was at uh, the NRA guy's house. Which I think he killed his dad. Which actually, now that you think, think so. of it, that makes no fucking sense because how the hell would John? Uh, why would Curtis go to the NRA guy's house? See that that that, that whole scene doesn't. So that's make why sense. I thought. That's why I thought it was at Lewis's house. But see, that's why because because. The Punisher goes to Lewis's house and he's staking out Lewis's yeah. house and then Micro calls him and is like, no, Curtis's phone's here. And then the Punisher drives over to the NRA guy's house and that's where it, So, like, the whole scene's kind of, like, doesn't fit. You know what I'm saying? No. So, Curtis is obviously being held hap- captive at the NRA guy's house, right? Yeah. Because that's where the Punisher goes. But when Curtis shows up to find Lewis... He should have went to Lewis's house. Why would he go to the NRA guy's house looking for Lewis? He did go to Lewis's house first. Did he? And yeah. then he just he took him over there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he hadn't seen the NRA guy in a while either. Mm-hmm. So he went to check out him because he knew they were hanging out before that. Kicked the door in. Yeah. So maybe he did kill his dad because when, Lu- when Curtis goes in, he smells the house. Well, but that was the dead NRA guy. But no, that's the first time he's going into – that's when he first broke it. The, then he would have been in the NRA guy's house. Yeah, he was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying he took he took the NRA guy to Lewis's house? No, no, no. So Curtis went to Lewis's house first right. and talked to his dad. Lewis wasn't there. 
So trying to find Lewis, he went to NRA guy's house. I must have with, missed that yeah, somehow. And that's where the house he broke into. So that's, yeah, that's where I got lost, too, because I, I totally thought it was at Lewis's house. No, no, that's an NRA guy's house. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, you can just tell by the setup of the houses. Um, Lewis's house was much nicer. It's much more upscale, um, much more typical, whereas NRA guy's house was kind of like 70s wood paneling interior. Mm. Um, shitty little neighborhood. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that guy, and I didn't like how the cop was a dick. The cop from Daredevil? He, no, 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 not that one. Um, wh- was he in Daredevil? The, the one that stops them while they're trying to like deliver the pamphlets and shit. No, no, not that guy. No, no, he's not in Daredevil. Like where he's like, did you just reach for my gun? I th- okay, I I didn't like that scene at all. Yeah, that was a little heavy. It's a little heavy-handed. I did. I didn't like that scene. Mm. I was like, really, <laughs> really, you gonna do that? And then the, the dude, the bitch guy, just walked away, left him. What a what a fucking asshole. Right. But, I mean, I just feel like clearly, I mean, we all knew it. I feel like the character should have known it, like, from the way he was acting and breaking out like Curtis. I feel like, I just feel like he should have, which I don't know what he really could have done. But, I mean, I just don't see how, like, that didn't pull up on his, like, psychiatric evaluations and stuff. Because you can fool that. They're just asking you questions. I really thought originally that Billy was still going to hire Curtis. To be more of the black ops angle. That's really what I thought was going to happen. Lewis or Curtis? Lewis. Billy was going to hire Lewis even though he fired him. Oh, because you said Curtis. Oh, that I am sorry. Man, when when Lewis beat the shit out of Curtis with his own false legs, (sighs) that made me so damn mad. Yeah. I loved Curtis. He's a good character. And he's such a good guy, just trying to do the right thing. I didn't like how they made him look. Because Curtis did, I mean, he got the shit beat out of him, but I was like... You're coming here, and you smell like a dead body, and you don't, like, you just don't seem alarmed. I mean, you're you're definitely a person that's been around death like that, so you probably know what the smell of a dead body is, the stench mm-hmm. and stuff. But you didn't seem alarmed at all. Like, you, you were just like, hey, you know. I mean, even though he tried to control the scene, but obviously he knew that what's-his-name killed somebody. I mean, I would have been. He wasn't in go mode. Yeah. I feel like we need one more strong point to talk about to exit on where does it go next <laughs> season two what do you what, do you, what would you want to see I, don't know, I really just want more of the same <laughs> hopefully some titties <laughs> i was really thinking they were going to show tina's tits in this one mm. but they, were, they had that out. weird rapping on there because she got it in the accident is it weird that i kind of found that hot that's kind of weird you sick fuck i mean <laughs> whatever i mean that's it was fine. just it was like, into the whole bondage thing it is whatever i mean not even as a bondage thing it was just kind of like it's almost like a corset, right? So it's almost like lingerie. But oh, like Lulu Dallas from uh, Fifth Element? Yes. It actually yes. does look a lot like that. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's like that, in my brain. Huh. <laughs> Fuck, good call. She's just, she's just standing in the multi-pass. I kind of want to put this in the episode, but I know I shouldn't. Totally put it. You should put it. You know, I was a little disappointed that Daredevil never showed up in this. Like, yeah, I kind of wanted him to put it. I was kind of ex- expecting him to show up at least once. At least yeah, at man. the ending. Like, he could have popped out the carnival and baton the dude in the back of the throat or something. <laughs> I mean, even just been his lawyer or something. Yeah, just, like, show <laughs> up as the lawyer at, like, Homeland Security <laughs> office or something. Just, like, very briefly. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter that he wasn't in it. I just kind of wanted to see him. They'll probably save that for season two. Sally. <laughs> well, season three of Daredevil comes out next year. Oh, and I can't wait for that. And season two of Luke Cage. <laughs> Like I said, The Punisher is the big one for me. I'll probably, I mean, I haven't watched The Daredevil, but I'll probably go and watch you The Daredevil. To, you really need to watch Daredevil. I mean, I've seen, the, I've, I've watched all the Punisher scenes of it, so I already know. The Daredevil end. is life-altering on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Really it was, was a, a revelation. Changer. 
It was such a nice change of pace from just watching the movies to be able to watch a show. I want to watch Daredevil again. And I'm going to probably watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I think I'm going to do that over the next week. Kingpin is just the spot Kingpin on. Kingpin was... Damn. They so couldn't have done on. a better job with Kingpin. I liked Michael Clark Duncan's Kingpin, but he's that... Oh, man. Vincent D'Onofrio is the best goddamn yeah. Kingpin. Seriously. Like, as far as, like, comic accuracy and just... Badassery? Feeling yes. the the, the oh. presence he has. So good. Yeah, he does put off that aura of Kingpin. Watch, and I highly, highly recommend that you watch Daredevil Season 1 and at least the first half of Daredevil Season 2. Like, you can miss the second half and it's not really a big deal. Well, I'll probably, I'll de- I mean, if I start watching, I'll watch the whole thing. I, mean, I know. It's not that much. But so. Daredevil Season 1, just for Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin, is amazing. It really, really is. And the action scenes? Oh, the character oh development of the Daredevil. The scenes are so good. God, they're so good. I didn't like the whole Foot Clan part of Daredevil. Yeah, as soon as they got into that angle, yeah. uh, I started to With tune out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but Kingpin. I down wish they awesome. didn't even introduce Electra. I, I agree. I don't think it was. Yeah, they tried to hard with that. I don't like the whole ninja aspect. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to have faceless bad guys. I just want him to keep beating the fuck out of street criminals. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want from Daredevil, which is probably what I liked about the Punisher. Now that I think about it, Punisher, there was no nameless bullshit bad guys. Like these were people. These were people that were doing bad things. With it. wasn't otherworldly. It wasn't mystical. It was just earthy. Real <laughs> earthy. Yeah. Like a diesel tinge. <clears throat> I, I don't know what they're going to do next. Yeah. Because in the ending, he's got a life that he has, to, he has to make something of it, obviously. Peter Castiglione. Well, remember, Micro gave him money. But see, I mean, they kind of like... And that's the thing. is like, I mean, what is the Punisher? I mean, he's he punishes the evildoers, but I mean, Mike. really... The way I see it is, like, the first time they, this first season, they pretty much did everything. Like I said, he's he's avenged his family. He's pretty much put everything away. You know, he's he's trying to create a new life now. Like, he's not continuing being the Punisher. It's pretty much, right now, it's over. Like, he's, he's I guess Frank Castle's dead. Is assumed dead again. I mean, because he's died, like, what? Twice. Twice now. But I want to. Yeah. Uh, what I want to say is, I I feel like for the next season, it's going to be like the 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 switch flips, and instead of avenging his family, he's going to start avenging other people, being the little... average citizens. Right. Like just kind of taking like kind of like the ending of uh, the first one, like when like Frank Castle's like on the bridge or whatever, and he's yeah. like saying murderous rapist. <laughs> <laughs> well, they gave you a glimpse into that when. Uh, that young kid that tried to befriend him on the rooftop uh, goes and does that robbery. Right. And then he forgets his fucking wallet there. And. Well, he didn't forget it. He dropped it and picked it back up. Semantic. <coughs> and what? those three dudes want to kill him. He goes in, kills him, saves his life, gives him all the money, tells him to get out of town. That's that's Punisher. Yeah. But what I mean, I mean, for right now, the way it ended, the note on which it ended, I mean, he's going to be trying to live out his life, not as the Punisher, but, you know. I don't think so, because his life's over. Um, what I'm thinking is, like, what is, but what I'm saying is, what is going to bring him back? Like, something, for next season, something's going to have, have to happen to bring him back to do it. Because the way they left off, you know, he's trying, he's just trying to live his life now. Like I said, I feel like it's going to be the... The light switch is going to turn on. He's going to realize that 
I mean, he doesn't really have much in a way of a life since his his kids are dead and his wife's dead. So he's going to turn to the only thing that he knew, which is killing bad guys. <laughs> and it'll almost he would almost go from being a very selfish character. Not that he necessarily was selfish, but his goals were ultimately selfish to get revenge for his own sake. So he could go to being more altruistic and trying to do good by the rest of the people. Just an idea. And see, like, already, I mean, the characters they've introduced, uh, his buddy, Billy, um, he becomes Jigsaw, which is a big villain, one of his big villains. Kingpin's also another big villain, but they've already pretty much, you know, they've done him from Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. And um, They'll be able to tie that in, which I think will be really fucking Micro sweet. Micro becomes a villain, I believe. What? Yeah, he he, t- he becomes a... They, they're partners at first, and then... I forget, because I was just reading about it. I mean, I, I didn't know much about the Punisher, so I started reading. Um, I think Bullseye's a, a big villain. I think they said the Russian, just to, to name a few. So I'm I'm just trying to speculate who would be the next big guy for next season. I don't think it'll be one big guy, per se. I feel like it's going to be a season of taking out a bu- maybe even a bunch of just high-level like mobsters and stuff like that, just trying to clean up his streets. Yeah, and they could bring Jigsaw back, but I don't think they would do Billy Russo as the next big bad necessarily. I feel like they would kind of do him like they did Crossbones. Right. So he'd he'd be the opener villain, and then maybe he leads to more. Causes something else, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, cause, I mean, they don't even show him yet. I mean, his face is supposed to be all cut the fuck up. Oh, it was, but drug it down that damn nah, mirror. But, I mean, like once, it, like, once it heals, like... I'm telling you, I mean, I know y'all said y'all didn't see Punisher Warzone, but um, I'll show you this picture of him. I tell you, when he was smashing his face in that... And grinding it down? It, like, that was a very, very cringy moment. Like, I was actually And then when he up. slams his head in there, there's a piece of glass stuck in his cheek, if you look at it close enough. You know what's kind of dumb, though? Like, I almost felt bad for him in that moment. Really? Like, I really did. I was like, hoping he I know a he's a piece of shit, but then at the same time, he did... Help Frank. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so it's it was, it was a very big internal struggle because he did cut the zip ties to help him kill Agent Orange. Yeah, yeah I, he did. I really but wasn't see that's sure. because he turned on him though. I, I really wasn't sure, and and Russo was being selfish. He wasn't being a good guy in that no, moment. No, no, because he wanted to give Frank a, a quick death. Yeah, and he was. Oh no, I'm gonna make him suffer. I didn't, I just didn't really like that. Like, that's one thing I didn't like about the season. I mean, dude, I mean, that was, like, his best friend, and he just kind of, like, flipped on him. But see, that's why they brought up the whole Billy the Kid scene when they're at the carnival. Yeah. He talk, said the worst thing you could Pat ever Garrett do. Shot yeah. Him, like, because how Billy the Kid died. Yeah, the worst thing you could ever do is betray your friend for fame and glory or fame and money. Yeah, like, and also when Billy's with his mother, and he's just, he makes it pretty clear what he's into. Mm-hmm. He's only into his status and himself. But it is super shitty. That scene where he's like hanging out with the kids and the whole family, and they're all really, really tight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm God, sure that was like the same day they all died, dude. That was that was terrible. Out there. But I mean, I just I didn't like that. I mean, I think you know, I mean, I guess it just adds to the plot, the story. It's all that much more a tragedy. I mean, how did you feel about the end? It left you wanting. It left you. It it did exactly what a show that is meant to have another season is supposed to do. It left you wanting. It so, left you wanting to know what happens. <laughs> After he skips out on Thanksgiving dinner at Micros. 
let's end this episode the way they ended the show. We'll just talk about that. That he skipped the the dinner with Micro, it kind of bothers me, but I kind of get it. He's kind of washing his hands, moving on. It's almost like he's trying to get rid of every piece of his old life. Plus, I mean, he did have that nightmare of the Thanksgiving dinner. That's true. <laughs> with, like, Micro's family and his family all getting shot up. Oh. Maybe he felt like he was getting too close. Yeah. When Frank is on the floor in that room and he's, like, dying, and Micro's in there just crying, my friend, my friend's dying, that was, that was pretty, pretty tough. Good. And see, that now that I know that he could be potentially becoming a villain, kind of, I don't like it. I don't like the thought of that. What? Well, see, different arcs, you know, in this arc, he might not be a villain. So, how do you feel about Frank going to, I mean, I don't want to call it therapy, but the... AA, I mean... The, yeah, the, the vets after service meeting kind of thing. How do you feel about him doing that? I feel like he wouldn't have done that. It seems kind of strange. I mean, it does. I, it's not that I don't like it. It just seems off. And the, the the last line of the season before it fades to black is, I'm scared. And that's what Frank Castle says. He says, he looks at the camera and he says, I'm scared. And that was just, it was it was just weird. It was, it wasn't, like, it definitely left me wanting more. Like, even if he's not Punisher after that, which I, you know, we assume he will be. But even if he's not, I just want to know what Frank Castle does next. And I'm curious to see, like, how that whole thing with Homeland Security and all of them, like, they just kind of, oh, you're good. Here's your pass. Your uh, free pass. Yeah. I don't feel like that's, you know, I'll probably try to fuck him over again. And then. Oh, shit. Nope. I just realized. I'm, I realized what the I'm scared thing is. So and I told this to Brandon, I think. That whole little last part where he's in the meeting and he's talking, he's mostly talking to us, to the viewers. I can't remember his exact dialogue, but it's pretty clearly directed to us. So with the I'm scared thing, it's because Frank Castle is uncertain of his future. And it's sort of the same way we are. We're just, we're uncertain about what comes next. And that's why Frank is scared. Now, obviously, we're not scared because, you know, it's just a show. But that's, I think that's what that means. That's how I'm going to interpret it. I can see that. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our review for The Punisher. Um, we loved it. I think I can safely say for the group that we loved it. Highly recommend that you watch it along with some of the other Marvel just Netflix Daredevil. shows. At least Daredevil. <laughs> I think you should watch Jessica Jones and Luke Cage at least. You can kind of skip The Defenders or Iron Fist. If Definitely. Definitely watch The Punisher. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Did you like the show? Did you like the episode? Please remember to like, share, subscribe, retweet, however you get us. Got a few new interesting things in the works. Be looking for the Instagram page. A lot of projects. We're working on a lot of projects right now. Our next few episodes, we'll, we'll be moving into Christmas season. So expect some holiday-themed episodes. And in the meantime, be good, nerds. We're crap will get you. <laughs> I have always liked Kawabunga. Nothing worse than watching a fucking fat man weave. <laughs>